0: Superhero Stuff You Should Know is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network.
1: Hey, this is Ben from Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and I have an important announcement for you guys. At the end of every single episode of Superhero Stuff You Should Know, you might hear a shout out to our fans, one of whom is Matt Herring, who was one of the original Superhouse fans. He's always given us his support, and now it's time that we support him. Uh, We've just recently found out that Matt has been diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer, and as a cancer survivor myself i know personally that there's a lot of emotional and financial strain that comes into that uh his wife kelly has set up a gofundme account at gofundme.com f matthew hyphen kicks hyphen cancer 039s hyphen butt uh and hopefully you can help reduce the financial strain to that as well as some of the emotional strain that comes with that again that's gofundme.com f slash matthew dash kicks dash cancer zero three nine s dash butt
0: matt herring was the first i guess you could say true super house fan we were super house at that time you know the first fan of this podcast and what we do here and um, has always supported us talked about us and hey's um, from a town close to where I'm from and uh, so we share that as well and just a huge superhero fan and you know nerd like the rest of us and now he's going through that and uh, if you could donate just at least any amount of money to that link that Ben just said that would be Truly appreciated. Just hang in there, Matt. You'll beat this thing soon.
1: Was blind and now I see. Oh my bloody hell!
2: Da 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 da! Look who's. Back World! It's your big blue buddy, Superman. Did you want you idiots do this? That wasn't me. You don't
1: have to sing your own bloody theme song. We already get it.
2: Well, look down there. It's that old cranky rust bucket Metallo and that big-headed little person, Mixie. Uh, Dear Lord, what is that mass over there?
0: Don't worry about that idiot, that boob on the ground.
1: That is what's left of Lobo.
2: He's a tit now. Goodness gracious me! Lobo the boob! Funny, huh? uh, Mixie, you've done some messed up stuff before, but great Odin's beard, this is too far. You know, one boob
0: is not enough. You do need a pair.
2: Don't get too close to him, Supes. I thought this was a, a great life, gonna be a knocker and all, but I can't move down to the strip club, so, you know, do your thing. Do your thing and take him out.
1: Uh, all right, Metallo, finish up this bloody funeral.
0: You see that soup? It's a talking boob!
1: Uh, Lobo, I volunteered to take you to the titty club and, uh, you know, potentially spend some merchandise, you know, some currency myself. I'll let these two continue on fighting and I'll be out of it.
2: Yeah, take me down there, Metallo. I'm gonna shake my moneymaker, which is pretty much my old body. Let's do it! Yes.
0: So, you're gonna have a scene where Superman is throwing a bodiless boob onto a strip club stage. Is that what's happening? No, it's Metallo. Mixer, you gotta get your glasses out. So, Metallo is gonna be throwing a bodiless boob onto a fucking stage in front of everybody? This is better than my coffin idea.
2: Hey, watch those Roman hands and Russian fingers there, Metallo. I
0: don't know what the fuck that means. Sorry, I was built this way.
2: I'm gonna have to take you out, Mixie, because this is some messed up shit. And I don't cuss very often, but. Dear Lord, this is. This is too much for me to handle. Uh, did I come back to life for this? Just try it!
1: Yes, Superman, fight the little person as I go to the titty club. <laughs> this, is the, this is the perfect combination for me.
2: I'm not above hitting him, so. Well... I'm an agent of chaos! Well, did you look behind you there, Mixie? What? Uh, I didn't see that over there. It's a... a giant mirror. Okay, I'll
0: look at the mirror. Oh, my name's written on my hat!
1: Oh, that's what it is. It's Kiltisium or something.
0: No, you idiot! It's Ah, oh, fuck! Ha ha ha
2: That five-headed fool! He falls for it every time! ha ha ha! Hey, look at this! I'm not a giant tit anymore!
1: Last week, Superman died. But that's okay, because he's coming back this week in a special episode on the return of Superman. He's back! Is I once again. It's Ben with me, if we, as usual.
0: Oh, man. It's me, everybody. <laughs> We're here again. He's back. We're back. Everybody's back. Superman's and also, back. this guy. Zach's back.
2: Zach's back. Zach's back. Zach Attack is back. Zachary Jackson Brown at your service. <laughs>
0: Well, a little bit more subdued than normal. (laughs) We left off
1: discussing what was the best version of the death of Superman. Now we're going to dive into what's the best version of the return of Superman. But let's go off of where we left off and sort of recap where we went. So we talked about the original comic book arc, and we compared it to the adaptations, which are Superman Doomsday, the 2007 movie, uh, the Zack Snyder movies, BVS, and Justice League. And uh, The Death of Superman and Reign of the Supermen, which are the 2018-2019 animated movies.
0: I remember us going over that. (laughs) Seems like it was just yesterday. (laughs) Or sooner than that. In terms of
1: points, it was comics, one. Superman Doomsday, zero. The Zack Snyder movies, one. Death of Superman, Reign of the Supermen. Two. So right now they are in the lead. The latest adaptation of the storyline is in the lead on this. Indeed. It's as if they had all the previous adaptations to learn from. Yeah. (laughs) The best (laughs) They had time to think about this (laughs) shit. (laughs) So we ended up with Doomsday and Superman killing each other, and now we're going to go into the rest of the storyline. The first part being a multi-issue arc called "Funeral for a Friend."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now right. you would think
1: this is insane because it's like eight issues on the guy's funeral. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, how could you possibly? Yeah, we have a, a big
0: ass eulogy from uh, Booster Gold and shit. <laughs> Booster, I'll tell you who gives the eulogy. <laughs> it's not Booster Gold. <laughs> it's uh, Martha Man. <laughs> yeah.
1: The the strength of this part, I realize that the best part of this arc is actually not the death itself it's everything that happens afterwards it's it's if the
0: death is your favorite part it's masochistic yeah, as hell <laughs> but it, it's, it's maybe frank miller's favorite part probably, probably. Yeah. well maybe <laughs> actually
1: he, i think he's more of a fan than we think yeah he yeah is. he probably he, is he we just is. like to joke
0: superman, with that one. yeah yeah
1: uh, but it, it's here's where in my opinion the real story starts is what happens after he dies right, right. Uh, and getting that emotional connection of like even if you're not a huge superman fan you read the stuff and you get the emotional connection because he's such a cultural icon.
0: His death is more like the inciting incident? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. And that's kind of how
1: they play it off in Superman Doomsday. It happens in like the first act of the whole movie. And so the rest of the movie is like, what what do you do afterwards? (laughs) So this is a... This is a long arc that covers people's reactions to the death okay. of superman and their mourning period clark kent is believed to be missing among the rubble rubble okay believed to be dead from the fight because a lot of people <laughs> he you know, died was, as well there's <laughs> a lot of destruction going on
0: that is so weird yeah
1: there's a lot of destruction going on in metropolis so it makes sense <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it, 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 they do cover it yeah they can cover it like that
1: uh so let's cover a little bit of the funeral lois lane initially refuses to go just because it's, ah, it's too hard on her. Okay, but then yeah. She finds that there's a plaque outside of the Daily Planet that is in tribute to Superman, because that's the spot where he died, and she okay. sees that plaque, and she says, uh, I'm coming, Clark. Okay. To go to the memorial. He hasn't heard that before. Uh, for-
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got him, man. <laughs> <This> Low-hanging is- <laughs> fruit once again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh- <laughs> Yeah, she is By the way, this is, super, just this is Superman asleep. we're talking about. I think he could get the job done. Oh yeah. If so. he can't, I don't know. There's no hope for humanity. I would
1: argue Superman doesn't need her to tell him that. Ooh. Yeah. He right. already knows. He are, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or Lois is just fucking yeah. Yeah. No hope for her. <laughs> if uh, if Superman can't get it done, no, no. of course not.
1: <laughs> uh, so. Her going to this memorial outside the Daily Planet all kind of reminded me of the Zack Snyder's Justice League where she has that memorial, not uh, memorial, but ritual, of going to the memorial in the rain oh, a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. kind of similar. So, we go to the eulogy, and the eulogy is not from Booster Gold. It's not from Martha Manhunter.
2: Mr. Mixpitlick.
1: It's not Mr. Mixpitlick. He says it backwards just to fuck with <laughs> you. Kill gypsies. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Zach's guess. What's your guess in terms of who does the eulogy? Maxima. Not Maxima. Oh. President William Clinton does the eulogy. Really? Bill Clinton is in the funeral for a they friend. They
0: immortalize his ass with, wow. with his shit. Hillary
1: Clinton <laughs> beside him. Oh, man, so Bill Clinton. Times, and Monica dude. to the other
2: side. <laughs>
0: Monica's <laughs> the other side, yes. <laughs>
2: she's just she's just out of panel. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So,
1: President Clinton does the eulogy for Superman. That surprised me. Um, this is definitely 1992. Yeah. Uh, and William Jefferson Clinton. <laughs> the Justice League is there. They have these armbands with the Superman okay. insignia on it. And Wonder Woman helps close the coffin. There's that famous image of the Justice League sort of almost in a, like a parade being the pallbearers. Mm-hmm this, it's a very public funeral in Metropolis and the only two people who decide not to go are Jonathan and Martha Kent because okay. they know that no one else knows that they're the parents of Superman that would make sense yeah they're never going yeah. to be able to get close enough so they decide to do their own funeral in Smallville that is very sad though because yeah. in
0: this one the actual body is there unlike the Snyder one
1: the actual body is buried as Superman. As, yeah, as yeah as Superman. Kent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the camps decide to do their own funeral back home, let the world bury Superman. They're going to bury their son Clark. So mm-hmm. they take his childhood belongings, mm-hmm. his teddy bear, all the stuff that he grew up in, and they go to the site where the rocket ship landed where they found his where oh, okay. they found him as a baby. And they bury it there. That's sad as hell. As their way to say goodbye. It's heartbreaking when you think about like That's why both, I didn't read it. Both parents alive. <laughs> Honestly, this is harder to read than the actual death. Yeah, the yeah. actual death is just a big fist fight. I
0: guess I'll finally get to it after we do this <laughs> you know, for series. a friend. You're just like,
1: oh my god!
0: You were tearing up while reading this. It's hard not to. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard not to. You it's have a soul. Is what, I hear, what I'm hearing.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, again, now that especially now it's it's both Jonathan and Martha. Yeah, as opposed to just Martha. Not that it's less heartbreaking with Martha, but it's two people, you know, two people who who raised him. And Jonathan, of course, feels guilty, and he has all these flashbacks of raising Clark and how, you know, maybe I shouldn't have told him to put on the cape and that type of stuff. Yeah, and so he's he's dealing with a lot of that type of guilt. So that's that's the comic book version. Okay. Of the funeral, uh, let's go into the different adaptations. So Superman Doomsday, uh, the Daily Planet crew goes to say goodbye at a very public funeral the eulogy is done by the mayor there's no president clinton because okay. this is 2007 and that okay. would be
2: weird at Whew. that point <laughs> they <laughs> learn their mistakes
0: <laughs> why would they put a real president in there anyway despite any political affiliation or any whatever the president did during office
1: to me it makes sense because this is such a big cultural phenomenon people who are not used to buying comics or now buying comics just to find out okay what's going on with the Superman Superman's dead there's a funeral they wanted to root it in the real world so just like how the real world was kind of mourning Superman like Metropolis is mourning Superman I guess they wanted to sort of reflect that put Clinton in there like I understand it in 2021 it feels really weird to get to that point because it takes you out of it and you're like oh yeah this is 1992 right but like
0: pre-Lewinsky yeah or us finding out about Lewinsky Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: But uh, I would say that it makes sense for what they're trying to do. Let's see. So back in Superman Doomsday, it's the mayor who gives the eulogy. Martha Kent actually does go to Metropolis for that, but she cannot get close to the body. Um, The Justice League is not there because the Justice League is not in Superman Doomsday. Here's what's interesting, though. Unlike other versions, Clark Kent was assigned to go to Afghanistan on assignment. So no one actually thinks that Clark is dead. They just think that something happened to him in Afghanistan. That's why Lois hasn't heard from him.
0: That's pre-All-The-Afghanistan stuff, too, because that was Bush era. Oh, no, that was during no, this time, though. 2007? Yeah. 2007. Oh, that was during... that was Yeah, that was yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah, we're in the middle of that. But yeah.
1: that's interesting, because this is the only version that has that as a possible explanation outside of, like, oh, Clark also died at the same day that Superman died. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so I think they were deliberately being like, yeah, yeah let's not do that. Right. Uh, Lois does visit Martha later in the story and bring up how she's the only person who understands what it is like to be unable to tell anybody what she's really going through and unable to know who he really was. And that's right. It's, it seems like it's very similar to that scene with Martha Manhunter in okay. Zack Snyder's Justice yeah. League, yeah. except with Lois saying it instead of Martian Manhunter. Right. Um, <clears throat> Batman versus Superman. This is the only version where we get two funerals going on at the same time. Okay outside of the comic book you know the comic book just had them bury stuff this one there's an actual funeral for Clark Kent in right. Smallville and right. they bury Clark yeah they actually have Clark's body there and it's somewhat of an open casket kind of yeah, remember yeah. they opened the casket and he's got the photo of Jonathan Kent with them to be buried in it right. D- right. so Clark is believed to be dead from the Battle of Doomsday much like in the other versions there is a very public Superman funeral in Washington that Martian Manhunter aka Swanwick and Carrie Ferris are at uh, and then there's a Clark Kent funeral in Smallville where Martha, Lois, Lana Lang, Dick Splash Pete Ross, and <laughs> Father Leon are at. And, uh, this is, again, this is the only person version where people clearly see Clark's body. And this is where Martha reveals that Clark was going to propose to Lois. I, Bruce Wayne is there.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. I really didn't think about it till this now. But, okay, so let's say the Superman funeral is closed casket in yeah, Zack yeah, Snyder's Superman. How did they fool everyone into thinking a body was even in there? Like, how, what, how, what happened? Like, how did Superman's <laughs> body get undressed and go to Smallville? And right. and who, who gets in that coffin? Like, I just want to know what the process is. Like, how do they... If other people know that there's nothing in the coffin, where do they think Superman's body is?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: That's These are the questions <coughs> to I want answers. That's, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I bet you, he Snyder, has Yeah, un- un- <laughs> he has an explanation though. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I mean, all the shit we thought didn't have explanations. It's all been thought through. So, Martian like, Manhunter. If, <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't out
2: there, he could have been pretending to be Superman, laying in the box. I guess I don't know.
0: <laughs> Isn't maybe this is where Martian Manhunter like shows up, like behind the scenes, because he's he's with the military, right? Or yeah, Swanwick. Swanwick. So you think he yeah.
1: telepathically makes everyone think that the there's a body in the casket? That's one way. Yeah, they put some rocks
2: maybe. in there to make it heavy, like
0: you know, like Luther. Dorne well, you could change the pee. weight of a casket easily. Yeah,
2: but who made the casket? Bruce
0: Wayne, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know. We this is to, uh, <laughs> unexplained. We're gonna have to. <laughs> we're gonna deep dive this for the next episode. Sorry, <laughs> I de- worries, I'm sorry then.
2: I derailed us, but I just thought about that now. <laughs>
0: Huh. Light bulb went off. Well, then, I mean, there's also the other thing where it's just
2: like if everyone
1: knows that Clark Kent is dead and he had a funeral that people saw the body, how would they explain Clark Kent is back on the streets in yes. Zack Snyder's Justice League? So there's that too, Mm-mm.
0: right? Obviously,
1: as we covered in the Justice League two and three sequel plans, the original idea was that Clark would stay dead and he would just be Superman the full time. But that's not what we got in Zack Snyder's Justice League because they already abandoned those plans. It's so. not
0: watertight. Let's put it that way. It's
1: not as watertight as that casket, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Clark's is pretty so. loose, but the Superman one's like, <laughs> that's heavy duty. Yeah. <laughs> I spent money on that.
0: Strangely light. It's a Strangely cool coffin, though. Yeah. Whoever yes. made that coffin for the movie. With the, the, the Superman perfect. CD on it. Yeah. 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 Perfect.
2: I think those movies uh, so. would have been stronger if they just had been like, Clark Kent was Superman after he died and just had the one casket. And then I feel like, I don't know, that would have been like a revelation to people that he was just like a or uh, mostly in mean, no not body everyone or
1: else? The entire Justice League finds out. Yeah, uh, yeah, what, what's stopping him? Because they his body.
3: Yeah,
2: huh. that's true.
1: It also would have been more interesting, I would argue, to see them get the body from, like, an official tomb as opposed to <laughs> digging it up from
0: small films. Yeah, <laughs> really? And yeah. Victor doing that. Yeah. I'm like,
1: this is in this version
0: too? <laughs> okay, it was much less weird, though, in yeah. Zack Snyder's. Yes. Ter, I don't know why, but it was awkward as hell in Justice I think it's League. the it man,
1: wonder Woman conversation in the background that helps save it.
0: It buttresses Yeah. It, yes. that it, it
1: grounds it into, like, okay, like here's what's going on character-wise so that you're not thinking about. How weird is it that Flash and Victor Stone are in the small Smallville Cemetery just sticking so up a pot? weird, man. I know. Off-putting. That's why I'm just like, just put him in the tomb. Just keep it to the comics. The body is in the tomb. He's buried as Superman. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Bring back
0: the the wrestler thing <laughs> from the comics.
1: <laughs> yeah, forget about the wrestler thing. But stay true to this part. <laughs> um, and then as part of the funeral, Bruce Wayne and Diana talk about forming the Justice League, and Bruce Wayne, off-screen presumably uh, or internally, makes the promise on Superman's grave as he dis- discusses in Zack Snyder's Justice League. So. That's their version of it. Uh, the death of Superman movie ends with a funeral. Similar to Superman Doomsday, it all happens in Metropolis. There's no president Clinton. It's the mayor who gives the speech. Lex Luthor has to do a eulogy, though.
0: That's who I thought you were going to say yeah. when, before you yeah. said Clinton, actually. Yeah.
1: yeah. Lex Luthor has to do the eulogy in the death of Superman, which I'm sure is just to his sh- chagrin. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, heartbreaking, the Kents do show up. And try to get closer, but security is like, I'm sorry, but public has to stay oh, back behind here. Oh, shit. Yeah, because nobody knows. Damn. Uh, the Justice League is in attendance. Uh, Hal Jordan's Green Lantern does a bit of a tribute to him, but uh, Clark is once again believed to be dead from the Battle of Doomsday, much like the other versions. Uh, but he doesn't get a funeral. We don't get a Clark Kent funeral, so... Let's go then into what is... This is a terrible question, but what's the best funeral? we <laughs> are so, reaching deep for these. <laughs> Harley Quinn's like, you really put the fun in funeral, Mr. <laughs> so, oh,
0: shit, man. So
1: we got the comic book version with the Justice League in procession, President Clinton doing the eulogy, the Kents at home doing their own funeral for Clark. Uh, we got Superman Doomsday, where Clark is just presumed missing across the other side of the world martha goes to metropolis there is no justice league uh we have bvs where there are dual funerals uh one in smallville one in washington but nobody knows what's in the casket in washington as zach pointed out and then we have this latest one with the death of superman with the justice league being there lex Luthor having to give the eulogy uh the kent's trying to be there but they can't really get any closer Zach, what do you think?
2: I'm gonna go with my imaginary one where they everybody knows it's Clark Kent <laughs> afterwards. No making one up. I <laughs> that
0: doesn't count. I will say <laughs> <This> is, that
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say I, I would I'm gonna watch Reign of the Superman, Superman and uh, The Death of Superman and that one is probably gonna be my favorite version still. However, if Bill Clinton was playing the saxophone in the comic <laughs> i think that would it would tip it over in in its favor He's playing
1: amazing grace yes by the way He's it like kenny g Lewins- that's all i want now
2: lewinsky didn't happen until 98 this is 92 we're still in like prime oh yeah clinton years so. second term clinton yeah <laughs>
0: he got comfortable in, in the office a little too, too comfortable, comfortable yeah in fact
2: <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna say uh death of the death of superman animated movie
0: I gotta go with the Clinton one, man. It's just hilarious. (laughs) I love it. This is like almost as good as the the wrestling thing. (laughs) Still, though, bro, (laughs) I need some levity in this in this dark these dark times. Okay,
1: well, my vote is for the comic, not because of Clinton, but just because of it's it's the one where you feel the most weight, in my opinion, of the fact that a pop culture icon has died. You know, and
0: what does Clinton say? Is it actually worth a damn? I mean it's
1: pretty much what you would expect any official to say about like the death yeah. of Superman how like he was always okay. looking out for us and the, there's nothing you know it's not like he's
0: has any sort it's of it's not Russell Crowe man of steel delivering Morrison lines. Oh, no, 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 nothing no. like that and that's okay.
2: the version that's you said where his parents bearing his childhood belongings that is some Being pretty sad though. shit so yeah yeah, yeah. like
1: yeah. It, as i think the Some sad animated, shit. Yes. The animated yes. movie, it's still sad that they don't let him get closer, but that's like one moment versus like panels of them being like, I guess this is how we do it. And they just gather all the things and put it in. And it's just, just like, geez. And again, eight issues <laughs> <I'll make> a a <laughs> Funeral for a Friend. God. Again, it's not all the funeral. The funeral is the main part of it. But it's you have the most time to explore everybody's mourning period. Jimmy Olsen's mourning period. Perry White's morning period. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Olsen is taking pictures of the death of Superman, and he hates the fact that that's his most popular, Those uh, are his most popular yeah. photos, is is pictures of his friend. Right. So Sad. that type of stuff. So my vote is for the comic, yours as well, but yeah. for very different reasons. Yes. So, <laughs> Come on, man. I love the comic, silly. Comic 2, Superman Doomsday 0, Snyder 1, and Death of Superman, Reign of the Superman two so comic versus the animated movies pretty much however i will propose do we give a point to superman doomsday because a it hasn't gotten a point yet and b it (laughs) has a good explanation for why nobody suspects clark and superman are the same person because clark isn't even supposedly in metropolis during the time that this happens
0: the afghanistan thing sure give it a point pity point sure making up the rules (laughs) why not yeah
1: I just think that it's a good it is. explanation.
0: By the way, you're have. not writing these down. You're keeping track of this all in your head. Pretty much. It was impressive. I, impressive. I,
1: I forgot to have anything in front of me. <laughs> We're already recording. So. Damn. <laughs> keeping track of it in my mind. Very good. So, All right. So that is now. Everyone has one point except for the comic, which has two, and Death of Superman slash Reign of the Superman, which also has two. So let's then go into the actual Reign of the Supermen. Mm -hmm. So this is where we go from the BVS into Justice League. We go from the Death of Superman animated movie into the Reign of the Superman movie. So before we go into the comparisons, though, let's talk about the comic book behind the scenes story of this. So the Doomsday storyline, obviously massive success, millions of copies. And uh, after Funeral for a Friend, they're just like, all right, let's bring back Superman. But... Let's explore potential replacements just to further demonstrate how no one can really replace the big man himself.
0: It's a great idea. Also yeah. increases, like, the toys you can sell and <laughs> Hell all yeah. the all the, ra- all the yeah. random bullshit. But all the shit they introduced is really cool. Yeah, that too. Eradicators steal all that. We'll get into it, mm. I guess. All
1: right. So the writers brainstormed different potential supermen, and when it came down to it, they are just like, let's
0: do all of them. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Cyborg, yeah. Who gives a fuck?
1: <laughs> they have four potential replacements, four supermen but they wanted to end it with Superman returning from the dead, saying nobody could replace the original. So let's go into it. For those who are watching it on YouTube, we have a bit of the uh, a visual for you. I've got this open book of Les Daniels, The Complete History of Superman, and it has the advertisement saying, Superman is back, but is any of them the real Man of Steel? Reign of the Superman. Check it out. And it has all the illustrations of the different ones. Is that the uh, so book with the gold
0: part on the front?
2: Is it gold on the front of the book?
0: Sorry, what? Oh, the front oh, of the book itself? One? Yeah, it is oh, gold. Yeah. Uh, it's got oh, yeah. Gold I've got that one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So here are the four Supermen. Let's go in a certain order. Let's start with this guy. He is the last son of Krypton. This is Superman with sunglasses as well as electric powers that come out of his hands. He seems to be a dark vigilante Superman who at one point says, quote, all who sin shall know the vengeance of Superman. This Uh, is the Eradicator,
0: though, right?
1: Yeah, it's actually the Eradicator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) At one point, there's a criminal who's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Superman.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. I gotta read that shit.
1: Uh, So, yes, as Andrew has brought up, he is secretly a Kryptonian program called the Eradicator whose mission is to preserve all things Kryptonian.
0: He is a robot, too? He's a robot, too just but not cyborg superman. Oh, cyborg, cyborg is half superman. human. This is full robot.
1: He's a full he's a I mean, he's a Kryptonian program. So, by our human standards, he's a program robot type of thing. But he's has all sorts of like at one point he's like an essence of energy.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is point. like a sci-fi idea that's really like really yeah. far out. So, outdated. he's an I, an, I guess, an android.
1: Kind of, yeah, he's a Kryptonian android type assigned since his programming to preserve all things kryptonian and so when it comes to he's had a few adventures with superman mm-hmm. uh but Was as he an made antagonist. by
0: bertron <laughs> no
1: he's not made by bertron <laughs> I think he's made by somebody named cleric birdie i'm gonna call him birdie <laughs> from now on uh but when Bert- he first shows up he and superman have a few adventures and he ends up forming a base the fortress of solitude so in and the post-crisis, a virgin, crisis
0: comics. of Eradication, <laughs> no <the Fortress laughs> of Solitude
1: is created by the Eradicator in the post-crisis comics. Really? Because he's trying to preserve Krypton, and that's one of the things. So well, that makes sense. Superman initially is a little reluctant to use it as his re- headquarters because it's just like, well, this is tribute to a home I never really lived in, and it's created ah. by this guy, not by me. Sort of. That's cool. What's going on? But and if
0: rebirth, <clears throat> rebirth probably still is going off, going off on that, probably.
1: Maybe. I mean, I think the more traditional thing is that Superman just kind of creates in tribute to Krypton uh, rather okay. than the Eradicator. The Eradicator okay. is kind of... When you start explaining shit from the 90s, it's just like, okay, wait. So the Eradicator <laughs> is this robot from ancient Krypton who shows up in Earth and he creates the Forge of Solitude and then Superman throws him into the sun at one point. This is what really happens. He gets thrown <laughs> into the sun at one point. Superman dies, but then the essence of the Eradicator co- shows up in uh, on Earth again and he's like, well, I must continue my purpose. And he finds Superman's body, and he decides that I must take over this body, but he's not able to do it. So instead, he steals Superman's body from the tomb, takes it to the Fortress of Solitude, puts it into a regeneration matrix, and decides to feed off that energy to become the last son of Krypton, copying Clark Kent's body so that he can become his own Superman. But because he, the energy is low or something like that, he He's not able, He's very weak to light, so that's why he wears the sunglasses, and that's why he's the last son of Krypton. What
0: man? Comics. <laughs> that's like Jesse
2: Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Complicated.
0: <laughs> so, I thought it was just a robot that liked glasses, I It's like Weekend
2: at Bernie's Superman, you know.
1: <laughs> so the reason why so many people
2: think he's the real
1: Superman is that he basically has cloned himself a Kal El body to use.
0: Okay. Old yeah. Term.
1: So he looks like Superman, but he's also Dark Vigilante Superman. And he doesn't have the Krippical. boots. He what?
0: It's no 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 red boots.
1: No red booties. No trunks. No trunks. Like that. He's got these black outlines on the
0: outside. Oh yeah, I thought that was a shadow for a second. Yeah, it's black outlines. Okay, oh, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah,
1: and then he's got these electrical powers that come out of his hands.
0: Nice. So he calls
1: himself the last son of Krypton, but he's really the Eradicator. He's fake. Uh, and he kind of has his own arc through it where he ends up. Because, you know, he's like, I'm the real Superman. and Then when Superman comes back, he's just like, well, never mind. Now my purpose is to help you. <laughs> so, right, right, right. Uh, and then the next one is Superboy. As you can see even clearer on this side. Slamming. <laughs> Very 90s-ish. So Superboy <laughs> is a clone of Superman created by Cadmus Labs. And he escapes when he's only grown up to be a teenager. And he's super cocky. Very unlikable at first. Hates being called Superboy. Prefers to be called Superman. Ends up getting a jacket from the Newsboy Legion, which is a whole bunch of clones at Cadmus Labs. The Newsies. Uh, (laughs) The the Legionnaires. They end up giving him uh, the jacket, and then he steals uh, sunglasses off of these criminals that he helps stop. Uh, uh, You know, very cocky individual, and uh, it would later be revealed in the comics that they couldn't completely clone Superman without some sort of human element. So they had to take the DNA from... Do you guys know?
0: Luthor, right? It's Winky. Lex Luthor. It's oh.
1: yeah. <laughs> Luthor's Winky. Oh, whoa.
0: <laughs> Which oddly has hair on it.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Superboy is technically the son. <laughs> the son of Clark Kent and Lex Luthor. So take, take that, that, Shippers.
0: Take that, uh, people that don't like progressive stuff. Whatever <laughs> I mean, the word Adam is. and he Steve. was that way. <laughs> It's huh. proof right here that yeah. it works. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right. The next one is somebody who I know you've been itching to talk about.
0: Steel? Oh, the Man Sli- of Steel. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. The Man of Steel. He originally comes out calling himself the Man of Steel. Right. And he's got a cape. Uh, but this is actually John Henry Irons, a black man in a steel suit and a giant hammer with the Superman insignia. John Henry, of course, being the folk after song the tall tale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the only one who's made it into the movies in the form of Shaq. Yeah. Now on Shaquille O'Neal's 1998. Who was a steal.
0: huge, huge Superman fan. Yes. Have you seen pictures of his Miami he's mansion? He's got the tattoo, right? He's got a tattoo. Yeah. I think he sold that mansion since then. But uh, yeah, he's the Superman symbols everywhere. Superman yeah. rooms. Mm-hmm. He's, an, he's an insane Superman fan. Yeah. yeah. He sees, he said he sees Shaq. As a Superman persona, and Shaquille is his He's Clark Kent su- su- persona. <laughs> like he, it, it goes deep. He, his love is deep.
1: So he got to be Steel in 1998's Steel, widely regarded as one of the worst comic book movies of all time. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's hey, completely. At his least fault. he, he had a dream. <laughs> I don't. He lived
0: don't. out his dream. That's cool. But we do need to see, like, this... Well, we're... we're well, never mind. No spoilers. But, yeah, it's going to be cool to see this on the big screen someday, whenever that is. Yes,
1: we did have an alternative idea to introduce Steel in the Snyderverse in our Man of Tomorrow pitch.
0: Yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, we did do that.
1: However, there's also the fact that uh, he's technically back. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know if you want to talk about that at this well, point as many weeks after.
0: Yeah, he's, he's back on a certain show. Yes. Uh, in, in a certain way. In a way
1: that we didn't expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well... We'll give you more time if you haven't seen it. We'll dive into it on the Patreon. Thing. Anyway, see Superman and Lois. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Cyborg Superman is the last one. Not to be confused with Cyborg Victor Stone. He's Cyborg Superman. As if this can't be it's totally confusing different. enough. He also has a half a face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> with a robot. You have to do that with a, with a cyborg, though. So,
1: he looks like Superman if he were made up as a Terminator.
0: Mm-hmm. It was the 90s, bro.
1: And Professor Hamilton does studies on him, and he's like, Well, obviously the cybernetic parts are robotic, but the... You know the organic tissue is an exact match of Superman, so of maybe course. this is Superman. He just came back, evolved, and he's he's part Terminator. And uh, even Lois is like, maybe this is true. Maybe this is him. Of course, it's not because Cyborg Superman is the villain. Of right, right, Of right. the Superman. Right. So who is he?
0: All right. So let's explain. <laughs> and here we go. Here we go with another. Here <laughs> So Comics, they wanted everybody.
1: to do a dark. Parody of the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Is they that go, what this fucking shit's they all go, about? They're astronauts. They go out into space. They get hit with radiation. They come back with superpowers. Okay. Uh, in this version, Hank Henshaw and his wife and their two friends go up into space and, and get hit by the radiation. But instead of getting superpowers, they're dying horrifically. <laughs> <laughs> so DC's more realistic.
0: Yes. <laughs> DC's always been darker. Cyber's uh, like yes. At one point,
1: Hank Henshaw is try he basically it becomes technology he becomes part of a computer He can go from one machine to the next okay. his wife is fading in and out of existence and so in order to make up for things he creates his own cybernetic body but his wife is so horrified by this she goes insane and she jumps out of a window and kills herself <laughs> so, because of the ra- the radiation bright and cheery over there
0: dc partially
1: <laughs> radiation is partially caused by superman throwing the eradicator into the sun <laughs> now he's back. The guy who came back as an energy essence and took Superman's body and cloned himself and all that stuff. So uh, Hank Henshaw blames Superman for what's happened to him. Okay. And the death of, of his wife. Yeah, and naturally. And so he ends up, because he can go from machine to machine, in the birthing matrix, which is the spaceship that Clark first landed in. Small
0: oh, so that's the the machines m- machinery inside that yeah. space pod.
1: So he uses that to create his own Superman body, just like Eradicator that created his own Superman body. That is actually pretty cool. And that's why his tissue, his DNA, is an exact match to Superman's.
0: Congratulations, DC of the '90s. That, that that's you did it. It's, it's, just a compli- great. it's as complicated as fuck. Origin, but complicated, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I like him. If you're going to go, if, you, if you're if you're that being seeking out the the best technology. Anywhere in on the Earth... Kryptons. Yeah, you would go straight for that. Yeah. So that makes total sense. I have two actually. questions. Jack is still bewildered. <laughs> okay, yes. Here we go. So
2: one, what if, why doesn't he just make his whole self look like Superman? Why does he have certain parts of these cybernetic Terminator bodies still showing?
1: I'm guessing he's limited in his okay. powers.
2: Okay. All right. I get that. Also did they get they went to space and all this stuff happened to begin with did <laughs> yes. I catch that so when his wife throws herself out the window are they still in well, space then, well, no, no. <laughs> I,
0: that's what I was wondering I too. just imagined yeah, her like <laughs> the getting she gets sucked, sucked into the void out. of space okay yeah. no I, I think there's a I think they
2: come there's back a period of time, time. okay yeah. I thought this uh, all yeah. happened on the <laughs> spaceship and she was just like ah and just threw herself out the window <laughs> into space <laughs> Oh, God. It's better than being with you. That would have been great, actually.
1: <laughs> We're revising this. We're
0: yes. rewriting this Yes, this is now. part of the Ben One re- rewrite, I think.
1: <laughs> yep. Keep it in space, so she throws herself out into space.
0: I thought it was like he got battle damage, and so his skin just is, started to show. He comes out of the Matrix like this. Yeah. Okay. All right. I
1: think part of it is also because they thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool if... He looked like that. Yeah, guy.
2: pretty it's much. Aesthetically, like, you're not sure which one's the real Superman.
0: We have to remember, this is 92, 93? <laughs> yeah. Did Terminator 2 come out in 92? <laughs> I think 91, I think. 91? Yeah. Yeah. This, this is really the main reason. There's no other fucking reason. <laughs> Terminator did it, <laughs> yeah. so we're going to do it. So yeah.
1: those are the four Supermen. You basically have a former antagonist who's set up for kind of a redemption arc with the Eradicator. <laughs> you have two heroic characters or potentially more heroic characters who make their debuts who end up getting their own comic book storylines of Steel and Superboy. And then you have the secret villain of this whole thing, which is the Cyborg Superman.
0: Mm -hmm. Let us now talk about our favorite of these four. Yes. So who is your favorite? Zach. Out of these. Well, I think
2: as a, a written character, I really do like Steel. I think he's very cool. But visually, I do like Cyborg Superman because... He looks like a Terminator Superman, and I think that would be really cool to draw. Um, but yeah, if I had to read yes. about a character, it probably would be Steel more so. I think I have an Elseworlds book with him in it. That's pretty cool. Steel's the most
0: likable for sure. Yes. Uh, God, it's sort of a toss up between Cyborg and Eradicator for me. Yeah. I don't know. I like. Yeah, I might go. Mm, I might go Eradicator actually. I don't know why. I think it's a cool look. I like the visor look and the sun powers, and yeah. he's he's evil. And he, is he quippy? Uh, no. he's
1: quippy in a like I got badass lines like "All who sin shall get the vengeance of Superman." <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that is my that is my answer.
0: I do like them all, and no one's gonna say Superboy probably, but it's a very '90s look. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I kind of like it too. And whenever they did Superboy the Rebirth, it looked like a kind of a Power Ranger suit, like all black and red. Uh, mm-hmm. Thought that was a great redesign too. Mm-hmm. But but this one here in the '90s. I don't hate it either. I think it's pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah,
1: you. I like the designs. I, I think Eradicator is actually my least favorite visually, but my most favorite out of Plane. the
0: characters. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, I guess visually, Steel's pretty cool, and he's the most likable out of the four, of course. Uh, on it, and then Cyborg Superman is a good villain. It's just uh, that origin, man. I'm just like... Okay. <laughs> <It's> overly complex. <laughs> there's just so much to it. Convoluted. There's There's a reason why when he's been adapted, they've never really carried that over. Okay, yeah. It's way those, too much. Yeah, yeah, it's too much stuff. I so, mean, they,
0: they need to do that shit in the movies, man. I mean, <clears> it's <throat> so, so fucking good. Dude, Side am Cyborg I superman
1: Cavill versus Cavill versus Cavill? <laughs> 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 saying, Cavill's up
0: for it. I think Cavill's up for it. Him yeah, Versus the mustache. Yes. <laughs>
1: Because really, that's you would need the guy who plays Superman to play these two characters for this to be believable.
0: I mean, yeah, it's all the fucking same DNA except for Steel. Yeah, oh, well, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah but Superboy supposed Luthor. to be
1: the younger version, so you don't need, you know, Cavill for that, and then you obviously aren't going to have Cavill as Steel, right? So, yeah, two, for so Cyborg yeah, and Cavills. yeah, because also because of the fact that he uses the DNA. From Let me tell you something? I'm there Cavill. for
0: the more Cavill, the better. <laughs> He's your man. <manager. laughs> tell you that, that right now. <laughs> All right, let's
1: go into the adaptations of this then. Superman Doomsday decided not to do Reign of the Supermen so much as Reign of the Superman because they had a Superman clone who's kind of a mix of all of these characters except for John Henry Irons. So, like Superboy, he's a clone.
0: They tried to simplify it? They tried to simplify it. Okay, good.
1: Also because they're trying to do this entire... (laughs) you know, one year and a half long storyline into an hour and like 10, 15 minutes. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, There's a lot going on. Yeah. They're <laughs> just like, we don't on. have time for this shit. So <clears throat> like the last son of Krypton, AKA the eradicator, he's a Superman willing to kill criminals. He kills toy man in Superman doomsday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, so Superman. He's the ultimate villain that the real Superman has to fight at the end. So they he's decided the last to boss.
0: It. It's what he's the last boss. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I remember
2: him oh, killing Justice. toy man. Yeah. It really was yeah. kind of disturbing.
1: There's also a bit where Toy Man's in this giant spider, and then there's a there's a cameo from Kevin Smith being like, so what? See, stop the giant spider. <laughs> <there a> <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's a reference to the giant spider that he was Superman yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Uh, we'll be doing a little bit of a series on it at some point. Woo! So anyway. We've got comments on that also. Yeah, yes. we have. So, yeah. uh, so we know that that's in demand. Thank you for that.
0: Man, I always want to do, like, a cosplay. I want to do that, Superman, because I got, like, the... I have the look. <laughs> got the I, got the ha- I got the hair.
1: Should you should get that ready for the series.
0: I should. I need... You need to
2: make an iridescent like... costume with, like, light co- LED lights in it.
0: <laughs> Commissioning a cosplay is so expensive, <clears throat> though. But uh-huh. maybe. I mean, you
1: could do the... There's different suits, though. On, so, I don't know. No. All, right, All right. Shall right. we continue? Yeah. Cool. So... <clears throat> Next is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now, obviously, there wasn't really the reign of the Superman. Instead, they had se- Superman's sacrifice inspire Batman to form the Justice League. But there wasn't really anything with pretenders or that type of stuff. It, it took it on a different meaning.
0: They didn't have the time for that. Yeah. So much other- it did four hours. Like You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: we need another two hours of this shit, Snyder,
0: <laughs> to give us. The An hour of, the of uh, Eisenberg Lex for Zack. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> Four out
1: of the... <laughs> Cavill's Superman is dead for most of the movies, so you might as well give him some more work as Eradicator and Cyborg Superman. That's true, man. That's so, true. Uh, but, yeah, they they wisely decided, well, if we're going to have Superman spark the Justice League, let's not do the random of the Superman right now. we got enough to set up right now. And then, of course, we get the Reign of the Superman animated movie, which is the only one to adapt <laughs> these four, Yeah, all four of them. Uh, wisely planted beforehand in the Death of Superman, all four of these characters are somewhat uh, hinted at and planted in Death of Superman. And if you watch the credits all the way through, there are four different sort of mid-post-credit scenes to tease each one of these guys. So what?
3: I
0: think I missed those. Got to go back and watch. Yeah. He probably
2: had to go to the bathroom or something. He missed it. <laughs> watch,
1: watch through the credits. <laughs> yeah. Watch through the credits on that You're one. You're probably anyway. right, though, yeah. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought that was wise because uh, you didn't want their presence to be completely out of nowhere in Reign of the Supermen. For sure, yeah. like, we didn't really know. Like, yeah, Hank Henshaw was in previous comics, and so was Eradicator. But John Henry Irons wasn't in a previous comic before this came about. Superboy wasn't really hinted at that much. They had some stuff with Cadmus Labs, but we didn't know that they had plans to clone him until he actually showed up. So... This is going to be an interesting one because it's it's less about who did the best reign of the Superman, because obviously the animated movie was the only one that did that. Right. But more of like, what do you prefer? What do you think is the best way to deal with this aftermath of the death of Superman? So we have the reign of the Superman from the animated movie and the comic. Okay. We have Superman Doomsday where it's sort of one Superman clone created by Lex Luthor who kind of goes off the rails. And then we have the Justice League where it's like there's no imposter thing, but Superman's death inspires the Justice League to form.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Zach, any thoughts?
2: Now, I do want to watch Reign of the Superman. I think it does sound really cool, and Mm -hmm. I'm more interested in these characters now that we've talked about them. But I'm going to have to give the point to Superman Doomsday because I like the simplification of it just being Mm -hmm. one imposter Superman and Lex Luthor being responsible for it. That seems like a a cleaner storyline to tell. Yeah.
0: I got to go with the comics. Cause I, <laughs> I love, th- I love these, this era yeah. of DC. I love all these guys here. And, uh, it's also like, yes, they're trying to sell toys. They want to create new characters for sure. But the way they've explained it, and it's going to end up, you know, explaining that no one can replace Superman really. Right. Uh, is a really an excellent point mm-hmm and so it makes it not just uh, you know just there just to be there so uh, yeah it's great I want to see more of Eradicator and Cyborg Superman all these guys so Mm -hmm. it is way complicated obviously but and they could probably simplify that Mm -hmm. but um, yeah comics and also uh, they they, do they all team up against is there like a Superman family team later on up against Cyborg Superman at the end oh oh, yeah at the end yeah yeah like I like them like being their own Super Justice League in a yeah. sense. That's kind of cool. makes the sacrifice. And the Superman <laughs> yeah. video game that employed a lot of these characters, maybe all of them, is known to be the best Superman video game ever also, which uh, came out in the 90s. We talk about the 90s a lot. Well, yeah. this is all about the 90s this this episode the 90s, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was made by Blizzard too, strangely enough, mm-hmm. that they made Warcraft. <laughs> but uh, before Warcraft, they made the best Superman video game.
1: Anyway. I, I also want to add in here that the animated movie was able to also sort of simplify a lot of the complicated shit that I was talking about earlier. So the Eradicator, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were just like, he is part of the programming from Superman's ship that came okay. down. Boom, that, boom, that was done. assigned to basically protect him the whole time. So that makes sense. You don't have this other explanation about it, creating the fortress and Superman throwing him into the sun and that type of <laughs> shit. And then yeah. uh, <laughs> Cyborg Superman... They really simplified this. He is an astronaut with everybody and believes that Superman will come save him when Doomsday, on his way to Earth, ends up attacking the ship.
0: Oh, shit.
1: So it's Superman's failure to save him and his family that creates this hatred. And, of course, Darkseid takes advantage of that and hooks him up with the, the Cyborg Superman outfit to complete the invasion. Doomsday yeah, being part yeah. one to kill yeah. Superman and Cyborg Superman, the Henshaw character, being part two of Darkseid's invasion.
0: I've seen this and I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember they made fun of the slamming line because because uh, Irons is like, "Excuse me," <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, I guess that that line doesn't uh, live up or something yeah. like that." Yeah.
1: So um, my vote then would be to the animated movie because of how they simplified that part. Still did this. But simplified it and planted them in a way that it felt a little bit more natural when they showed up versus the comic.
0: Right, right, right,
1: right. So, I guess this is kind of a watch unless your vote... It's tricky because your vote for the comic can also apply to the animated movie. Because they both had the same
0: characters. That is true. Well, yeah. Well, either one, really. Yeah. <laughs> but just because of the og status i'll go with the comics okay for so, my point it's a
1: complete wash then on this one. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to make it you're trying to sway it i'm one trying, to, trying to see okay. we should, how we're okay. gonna sway this but uh the movie was good though have what the movie was pretty good the movie's pretty good yeah, yeah i would say so
0: better than throne of atlantis <laughs>
2: <laughs> but not good enough for andrew to remember things from it
0: <laughs> that's true Dude, I will forget things from my favorite show. You know, so some people are like, they watch one movie and remember like every fucking thing about it. I'm just not that guy. Obviously.
1: All right. So before we get into the break, let's tally everything up. So we have comics being at, well, I guess comics is still at two. Like The same as the last time I recapped it, actually, because it's a complete this wash. a wash. So yeah. comics are at two. Reign of the Superman also at two and then everything else is just the same at like one point each
0: right one pity point for the other one
1: however we have an opportunity to see which one is better with superman's resurrection that's coming Uh. after the break Hi, I'm Ray, and this is my
0: friend Alex. Hi. And we do a show called No More Whoppers. Some call it corn, we call it therapy. We're adults with the virility of men. Want to hear us read snack food copy and talk about Japanese chips? Too bad! Join us every month or so on the Greenlight Podcast Network. Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs, y'all.
1: As you might have heard...
0: the memories of being killed over and over again and it's not even hyperbole to say so because my creator literally killed me when i was an infant over and over again during an evil experimentation and i have these memories through my genetic code someday i would like to be known as something other than doomsday
1: doomsday it is i superman he were to defeat you once again and what are you doing
0: I'm writing in my journal you you speak yes I speak this is how I sound when I'm not grunting it, for some reason your voice
1: is a lot different from what I was imagining
0: what do you expect me to sound like Khalel
1: I mean just look at just look at you most of the time it's gonna be like Ugh, kill kill Superman. that's what like lobo sounds like I'm not
0: fucking lobo i'm i'm doomsday and uh, that's for sure <laughs> i feel hurt by these accusations i don't know whether to say i'm sorry i'd like to get back to journaling why the fuck are you even here
1: well i'm here to stop you doomsday but
0: you're here to stop me from journaling
1: i just didn't realize there was more to you than just trying to kill people
0: well there's a lot more Kalel, if you ever paid attention.
1: Maybe if you stopped trying to beat me to death with those things, we could actually sit down and talk.
0: After extensive self reflection, I've changed my ways, Kalel. Through the power of journaling, you see, and keeping a dream journal as well. I have a regular journal and a dream journal. Well,
1: I can't blame you. I'm a fan of writing myself, so I'm glad, but what are you going to do next, Doomsday?
0: I'm going to start a pie store.
1: Well, that was definitely not what I was
0: expecting, but... Doomsday's Pies. Get your rhubarb. Get your green Kryptonian key lime pie. Through my ex- extensive self-reflection, I found that I really have a passion for pie making. And will you join me, kal in my new business endeavor?
1: Well, uh...
0: This is not at all what I was expecting, but... You keep saying that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just... I've turned over a new leaf. I'm sorry I killed people, but no fucking prison will hold me. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I will...
1: Okay, there's the doomsday I was expecting.
0: I will I will hold it down again. That was not expect. I'm sorry. It's still in there.
1: If you promise you can have that under control and just make pies.
0: Yes, no problem. We have
1: a deal. I'll co-sign the lease myself.
0: Oh, perfect. Great. This has been great. What's your favorite pie, by the way? Apple, I assume. How did you know? Because you're playing as fuck.
1: You son of a bitch. It's on again.
3: Fucking let's do this shit.
2: You're listening to
1: Superhero Stuff You Should Know, brought to you by Superhouse Podcast Network. And we're back, and so is Superman, as we're going to cover how exactly did Superman come back to life after Doomsday killed him.
0: Hmm.
1: The question is, did Doomsday even kill him?
0: That's the question. So, the it was general question. What? It was pretty complex, huh? Pretty complex.
1: It took a whole issue. Oh, okay. All right. Let me try to simplify this.
0: So, <laughs> please do.
1: Superman's vitals slow to a crawl. Fighting Doomsday, his powers are getting depleted, and uh, his Kryptonian body decides to shut him down and absorb more sun, sun, so that he can heal more. Okay. So he's kind of dead or close to death. There's a whole variety of different things. But then he gets things. buried away well, from the sun. <laughs> there's a whole variety of different things where Bibbo from remember Bibbo from the animated series yeah, yeah. comes in and tries to defibrillate him. Yeah. Uh, so there's a little bit of electricity that helps support him. And then there's a whole other comic where Jonathan Kent uh, has a heart attack and has his whole journey in the afterlife trying to pull Clark out of the afterlife. There's a whole issue of that? There's a whole issue of that stuff. Wow. (laughs) uh, When the Eradicator took his body, he stored him in what's called a regeneration matrix inside the uh, Fortress of Solitude to allow the cells of his body to heal. However, the Eradicator, in order to have a body, decided, well, I'm just going to use Superman's body as a battery because he's got all the solar power stored within him. I'm going to use him as a battery so that I can be able to fight crime and be superman that i will be the last son of krypton so he's basically feeding off the energy of clark inside this revitalization matrix regeneration matrix uh in order to carry out his duties until superman gains enough solar energy in the fortress to be fully restored okay so that's not complicated at all
0: Hmm. yeah (laughs) following sort of
1: (laughs) so just to recap not completely dead bibbo defibrillates him jonathan kent pulls him out of the afterlife kind of uh the eradicator takes his body puts him inside a regeneration matrix which has never been explained before
0: this issue <laughs> and uses his body as a battery. the, ride, the writers are like i have an idea <laughs> is
2: bibbo uh is bibbo a monkey or is he that sailor guy that was He's the sailor guy
0: beppo's the <laughs> I was just thinking that <laughs> i was just thinking that <laughs> the monkey's like
2: i know when it's you said them, that i was thinking them, in my head that the monkey had a, a pat the paddles with and just ready to def- defibrillate him
0: <laughs> he's drawn is so he's drawn so uh seriously too like <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he looks like
0: caesar from planet of the apes yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> matt reeves will direct this one <laughs> So when actually
0: super- this sounds incredible I don't know. <laughs> 10 out of 10 super-
1: anti circus is Beppo the super monkey coming oh, to theaters yes, directed please. by Matt Reeves so when Superman is fully restored he returns in a black suit with a silver insignia Woo! as I'm wearing here also with long hair and a mullet which as I said before I just did not Want to deal with the greatest
0: Superman I, ever lived. <laughs> I was
1: tempted to grow it all the way out for this episode and get a haircut immediately after recording, uh, <laughs> as, as we covered in our Patreon episode. Oh, Superman has the black suit here because he is depowered. He still needs to absorb more of the sun, which increases the stakes because when he goes in to fight Cyborg Superman, he is not at full strength. He is practically right. human.
0: That's in the sh- in the movie too. Kinda, yeah. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Cyborg Superman has teamed up with Mongol to invade Earth in the comics. Weird. So uh, he decides that... He, well, Mongol's kind of working for him, which is sort of weird, I think. Okay. I think it'd be the other way around or yeah, something like right. that, or them using each other. But anyway... He's like,
0: I'll work for you since you look cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Superman teams up with everybody here, except for Cyborg Superman, of course. Steel, Superboy, Superboy becomes basically more humbled through the experience and learns what it really means to be a hero. Uh, and in the meantime, the Eradicator comes back and when Cyborg Superman is trying to kill Superman, Eradicator steps in to sacrifice himself and absorb all the kryptonite energy and turn it into solar energy so that Superman can be fully restored and take out Cyborg Superman.
0: So as much of like kind of a dark edgelord jackass that Eradicator is, at the end of the day, he sacrifices himself. Yeah. Superman like is that. the
1: true last son of Krypton, not me. It's kind of the the sentiment at the <laughs> right, end, right, right, right. So well, that just
0: I thought that he arm. was going to be more selfish or something. I mean, it's obviously hard to self sacrifice. So
1: I think it's because of his programming. He's just uh, like, well, I was the last son of Krypton oh,
0: because yeah. I thought the
1: last son was dead, but now he's back, and now my duty is to preserve him.
0: It's just a logical thing. Yeah, I'm liking him more and more. Yeah he's the best so, <laughs> he's the best written you said uh, yeah this, he's, his, he's best runs. written
1: not the most exciting visually to me but yeah 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 I got you. I got, you I got uh, you so let's go into the different versions of the adaptations because obviously we didn't really quite see this in the others so I'm actually going to go in a slightly different order I'm going to cover the animated movies first and then go into Snyder so, I'll allow it Ben Superman Doomsday uh, <laughs> there is no Eradicator character what? There's no Eradicator in Superman. Well, remember, this it's just a clone. So he has a robot, voiced by SpongeBob, Tom Kenny. Uh, Tom Kenny's robot comes and takes him back into the fortress, and we find out that Superman wasn't actually dead. His vitals, quote-unquote, slowed so he could heal. Basically a simplified version of the comic book. Mm -hmm. There's no... Bippo or Beppo the super monkey doing the <laughs> There's no like Jonathan Kent in the afterlife, and there's no eradicator or vitalization want. matrix or anything of that bullshit. It's simply like, ah, oh, you weren't actually dead.
0: <laughs> be- it's gotta be Beppo dude I think
1: they
2: we'll team up do and do, oh, do ben it. Rewrite. Beppo and Bippo. Beppo the robot. They both are doing it. They're in <laughs> surgery.
0: <laughs> they triage. <laughs>
1: You get a really serious actor. Yeah, to and then be crypto, crypto was like, <laughs> 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 "Crypto was there too. He was saved by his pets." Yes. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> a Man. super pets show or some shit coming out. Was, yeah. They got that in cars. Oh, is it fucking the Rock? The voice of Crypto. The Rock is the voice of Crypto. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can you smell what, what? Crypto is cooking? It's a dog turd. Dog.
2: They talk the in it, Tony. right? <laughs>
1: It's Kryptonian dog shit, so it's, like,
0: huge. I think they probably talk in that one. I yeah. was like in to the, say,
2: is, is The Rock just, like, barking and stuff? or <laughs> <joking. laughs>
1: the Vin Diesel agreeing,
2: like, I am? <laughs>
0: bring him on just to bark.
2: Like, the oh my Rock my is God. like, that'll be
1: $70 million <laughs> per thank day. You.
0: Please and thank you. I need a new mansion. <laughs> we haven't given that guy enough money. I need a fourth mansion.
1: So, yeah.
0: I mean, that guy is the most bankable fucking actor on the planet. But Yeah. <clears throat>
1: So, Superman in Superman Doomsday still has the long hair and the mullet. He's got the black suit. He trains in the fortress to get his strength back before got dying to. the black suit. The mullet helps yeah. you to train. It does. <laughs> yeah.
0: It gives you strength.
1: Well, they do say that Superman is partially based off of Samson.
0: Oh, and Samson Delilah. Delilah, yeah. Oh, yeah, who's yeah, got yeah. the power of the hair. Really? Did the ro- oh, 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 yeah. You mean just in general? In general, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not yeah, the yeah. specific thing. Yeah. yeah Did
2: yeah, the robot yeah. cut his hair like that when he was, like, unconscious? I mean, the robot
1: clearly didn't cut his hair at all. But it's a mullet, <laughs> it's though. It's still
0: out. short on the front, you know. I think it's slicked back, though. It right? Slicked back. Oh. I think it might be like
2: he got like some pattonian kind of. pomade for that.
0: <laughs> he got that dapper dan. <laughs> yeah, I'm the dapper dan man. <laughs> yeah. We got a uh, fop. I ain't no. F- I don't want no fop. <laughs> no, I'm a no dapper Kriptonian dan Kriptonian man. Fop. Yeah. <laughs> so don't get me started on no brother man. I'll keep going. The black solar suit is to
1: help absorb the radiation better, which is just like in the comic. He returns to fight the clone, except he's in the black suit and he's got okay. a gun <laughs> to, to basically take out
2: uh, the clone. He's not like Batman. Oh, yeah, he's not like, anti-gun. He's shooting
0: guns. That's true. The mullet gives you strength for to hold to, 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 to it's marksmanship powers.
1: Yeah. He's like, Batman might have problems with guns, but I do not. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, I am Superman. <laughs> Fucking wimp. Uh, I believe he had some form no of powers, No powers, well. no guns,
0: yeah. no mullet. Who is this guy? Who is he? <laughs> I'm Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so There's like a ding on his mullet. <laughs>
1: Reign of the Superman, it's a similar thing. They actually do a reversal of what's in the comic. So in the comic, Eradicator is like, I must use this body, create my own body, and then uh, use him as a battery so I can carry out my duties as the last son of Krypton. Here it's a little different. The Eradicator in Reign of the Superman was a hologram in the Kryptonian ship who... Uh, was basically assigned to take care of Kal-El since birth. And so mm. after Kal-El supposedly died, the eradicator took his body, put him in the revitalization, <clears throat> uh, put him in the Matrix back into his sh- his suit, uh, into the sh- ship, I mean, not the suit, puts him back into the ship and decides to go out there as the last son of Krypton, but he is acting as like a solar panel absorbing solar energy that goes back into the matrix goes back into the ship that's in the movie yeah (laughs) you saw this like two weeks ago
0: (laughs) i saw a couple months ago (laughs) i forgot about all that shit too so anyways. i remember being cool doing eradicator shit but i forgot yeah. about that
1: so the eradicator actually is helping to resurrect superman as opposed to the other version where he just puts in the matrix and he's just like oh use use a battery it's the reverse it's not eradicator using Kal-el's body as a battery it's Kal-el using eradicator as the body that does make sense. sacrificing him, using himself to energize and resurrect superman
0: yeah
1: so i like that a lot mm-hmm. and uh he teams up, of course. You know, Superman comes back. Teams up with Superboy, Eradicator, and Steel against Cyborg Superman, who in this version is not teamed up with Mongol, but is teamed up with Darkseid. Okay. Yeah. Stakes are even higher at that point. Yeah. But uh, again, black suit, silver S, long hair. It's required at this point. Need it, <laughs> except for in Zack Snyder's version, which is the next one. <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: did they, they get everything but the long hair? They did,
1: <clears throat> but Snyder wanted to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He, there is a quote I have here of him wanting to do it, saying, quote, we talked about it a lot, and I was a slight advocate, a little bit, for the mullet.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see him uh, being for that.
1: He says, quote, but I think there was no way to go back from that, and at the time, the studio was really leaning on me pretty hard. No shit. <laughs> Considering what we talked about <laughs> earlier. He says, I was lucky to be able to figure it out so I could get the black suit. So he's basically like, dude, they wouldn't have let me do it, is what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. You can do it as much as you want in the animated versions, but not in live action I guess
0: That's dumb I wish he had his way I know you know I mean look, look at what happened with, with the Zack Snyder Justice League as soon as he has his way completely it's like a billion times better yeah seriously you know
1: so uh, <clears throat> the Snyder version I believe is the only one where Superman is dead dead like there's no like he's storing solar energy mm. his body shut down the vi like no he is dead <laughs> And he's only resurrected by the Justice League in the scout ship using a combination of the ship's powers that were used to resurrect Zod into Doomsday, uh, but the mother box and Flash's speed all combined in order to resurrect him. Right. Now, here is a quick trivia note uh, on here. In Batman vs Superman, at the time code 2 hours, 38 minutes, and 47 seconds into the film, (laughs) Doomsday's body drops and Superman lands to the ground dead. Okay. In Zack Snyder's Justice League, Flash touches the mother box to resurrect Superman at the exact same time code at 2 hours, 38 minutes, 47 seconds into the film.
0: That's incredible and definitely on purpose. It's all part of the Three plan. Years.
1: Yes. Uh, Snyder said, quote, come on guys. <laughs> There's a chance it was on purpose. There's a chance it was a coincidence. If it's a coincidence then it's such a crazy coincidence that it's not a coincidence.
0: <laughs> that is just, yeah, that, the, <laughs> that would be astronomical if that was not on yeah.
1: purpose, you yeah. know. Uh, Twitter users have, all, have also pointed out that this could be a reference to John eleven thirty eight. If you were to interpret the eleven as one one or two, since it's two hours thirty eight minutes, eleven thirty eight. The reason why is that John eleven thirty eight is the description of Jesus resurrecting Lazarus.
0: Damn, that's very possible because we know he he's what uh, he has some Christian background. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Seventh day Adventist.
1: Uh, Christian Science,
0: I think. Christian Science. I think. Yeah. Uh, For Snyder.
1: But, I mean it would kind of make sense because you can't unless you're having an 11 hour movie which if it's anything like Zack Snyder's Justice League yes please yeah. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> yeah whole series really basically 11, 11 hours 38 minutes in then he gets resurrected though that's a lot of time with the
2: Justice League beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I had a friend that said he could this is another guy that I guess it likes Henry Cavill but he yeah. was like I could just take Henry Cavill walking walking through wheat fields for two hours <laughs> <laughs> His hand going through the fucking um, crop or whatever. Yes.
2: <laughs> Breathing and looking so, solemnly out of the sunset.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Some Hans Zimmer piano music in the background. In terms of flashbacks. Oh, shit, man. <clears throat> it's great. So Superman wakes up, but is disoriented, attacks the Justice League, but Lois helps him snap out of it in both versions of Justice League. Yeah, Superman takes some time on the Kent farm before he gets his costume back, joins the fight against Steppenwolf, and returns to his persona as Clark Kent without much explanation because Warner Brothers was fucking with Snyder's right.
0: plan on that. Right, right, right. Uh,
1: as we talked about beforehand, the black suit doesn't really have a specific explanation uh, shown in the film. However, Snyder said, quote, I like the black suit as a practical thing of there needing to be a way for Superman to charge up quickly and be stronger than he was. So it works in a theoretical and symbolic way. However, I would argue it's not like Superman was low on power when he was kicking the Justice League's ass. Right, that's true. So it doesn't quite match up to what we were talking about in uh, the comic book. It's mainly there for the symbolic reason, as we talked about in Justice League 2 and 3, to say that, hey, he's full Kryptonian. Yeah, he's not going to be Clark Kent anymore because everyone saw that body go into the ground.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: So that makes more sense. In fact, this is this could have been impossible explanation or inspiration is that the Eradicator, when he's the last son of Krypton, when he's posing as Superman, who also kind of has a black suit, mm-hmm. he tells Lois Lane, "Clark Kent is dead." Okay, I will. I am forever Superman. Okay. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. That ties into so Eradicator now. Yeah, <laughs> he's the Eradicator. <laughs> <laughs> Who then becomes evil Superman when Darkseid... side he has a black
0: suit, but the glasses. <laughs> the visors. That could be something. That like, could be, yeah. Uh, and the mullet. That's a, oh, the ultimate Superman. <laughs> the cowl <laughs> and the mullet
1: and the sunglasses. <laughs>
0: Come on.
2: And dude. the mustache.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need More. Hans... Put Hans Zimmer... Make all the Superman music in synthesizer <laughs> yeah. yeah, at this point. <laughs> yes. I think we have
0: a film, guys. <laughs> we have this, a pitch for the next Superman movie. We have a new pitch, I think. Yes. All right,
1: forget Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. What we, t- we, we, got, got, we have another thing. one. We have another
0: one.
3: Okay. <laughs> Feel free to use any of these. Uh,
1: I do want to say people do criticize the black suit for, I guess, making Superman too dark in a way, but I'd argue the black suited Superman is. To me, the most hopeful, optimistic version of the Cavill Superman out of these movies, if you think about
0: it. Uh, his ways, his actions?
1: in his actions, well, yeah, because he doesn't have to fight his own kind and snap Sock's oh, neck, yeah. like in Man of Steel. He doesn't have to contend with the public turning against him, like in BVS, yeah. or his mother getting kidnapped and nearly killed, and then him getting killed himself. He shows up, saves the day, yeah. helps the team, saves lives. Boom.
0: I think Sider just likes the black suit, honestly. So too, yeah. It's a and visual, he can, he yeah. Just justify, yeah. He can justify it with, it with it being tied into the Return of Superman storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really it, <laughs> to be honest with you. It, because like you said, the, he's the already role. got the power level yeah. and everything. So, And honestly, I even though it's not as like well explained in some of the runs of the comics, it's still cool. Yeah. It's a cool Sider visual. And with him like, you know, beating the shit out of everybody at the end... <laughs> Steppenwolf in that black suit. Those shots of him going to Poundtown with the fucking, on top of Steppenwolf with the laser wearing the black suit. It was, you know. (laughs) That was great. Yeah. Some of the best Superman shit on film ever.
2: I know the pound town thing, I don't always associate with fighting, so that whole sentence <laughs> the whole sentence was really intriguing there for a minute. <laughs> he was on top of Steppenwolf and using his laser
0: eyes. And, and you saw a different cut of Justice I saw, League. <laughs> <laughs> he downloaded it things
2: from a different he, website. He was watching
1: the Naughty
3: America version. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Brazzers. It was the Brazzers version.
0: Somebody that looked a lot like Cavill. That's why I was watching it. (laughs) So, let's downtown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit!
1: Decide what is the best version of Superman's resurrection. I almost said Batman's resurrection for some reason. Superman's resurrection. Yeah,
2: bats on the
1: brain. (laughs) We have the regeneration matrix in the comic. The very Uh, not complicated at all explanation of. (laughs) <laughs> Beppo defibrillating Lee, K- taking him back from the afterlife I'm, gonna just, I'm, the- I'm
0: doing a retcon it's Beppo now <laughs> it's Beppo- <laughs> okay. my own if Zach got his own fucking version I'm doing this version.
1: <laughs> so that's the combo version in Superman Doomsday he's not actually dead he was just sleeping <laughs> and then
0: <laughs> and <laughs> although when you sleep you do heal like a motherfucker like humans do yeah, true, right true, well true, yeah not completely a lot of the time. you It's a way to heal. Especially so. when you got your ass kicked by Doomsday.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Superman getting energy from the Eradicator from mm. the Reign of the Superman. Oh,
0: this is going to be tough. I like that one too.
1: And then Superman being resurrected by the Mother Box, the Scout Ship, and the Flash in Justice League. Mm. So. Okay. If we need some time to think about it.
2: No, nope, I don't want to have any Zach. time. <laughs> I'm going to go with Reign of the Superman. How does. Energy from the Eradicator. Yeah, I think that's cool because he's the eradicator is actually serving a purpose uh, that's part of his programming, but also I think leads into his self-sacrifice later. So I think that's really yeah. cool. I I mean, I do like Zack Snyder's v- version of Justice League better, but I still think it's kind of like uh, this crazy plan or something. I don't know, like dropping him in the embryonic liquid in the ship and then <laughs> you got to charge up the mother box and then drop it right on top of him at just the right moment and shock them and stuff. Mm. is just kind of like, it's a little bit strange. I, I'm, I'm really into the reign of the Superman thing. So I'm, uh, I'm going to go with that.
0: Beppo. <laughs>
3: Beppo. Beppo.
0: Actually, if I've given a non silly answer, yes, <laughs> I agree with Zach. There's something cool about, uh, the eradicator acting as a solar panel. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. And also it's, a, it's, a, it's a way that robots can get really emotional scenes. Because mm. there's the whole super logical aspect of them, but if the programming is to serve to the utmost capacity, mm-hmm. um, you then have written yourself into a scene like this where it's like I am I will serve you till the end, yeah. or whatever till the end of my programming, like Terminator Two does, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. So you get a you get a, yeah <laughs> he's doing the thumb thing from T two. So uh, yeah, I think. That's how you get some of the most emotional shit out of robots mm-hmm. in 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 writing. Yeah. So so yeah, I, you know, since Beppo is not real and I made that up, <laughs> uh, I mean uh, that version of it, uh, I will go with uh, the same answer as Zach.
1: You need to reveal that Beppo, the super monkey, is actually the Eradicator. <laughs>
0: Beppo with a visor. He's not Whoa. really a monkey.
1: He's 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 a robot. Mind blown. <laughs> Because um, the
0: Kryptonian uh, Kryptonian monkey that's super smart is not uh, believable enough.
1: <laughs> of course, we need to be realistic in we this. We need to be realistic in this of a, yeah. a solar powered alien who saves people in a red <laughs> <cake>. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, my vote is for Reign of the Superman as well. Though I really like the full circle nature of Doomsday was created here, and now Superman's created here, and the whole time go thing is. An amazing thing that people pointed out on Twitter. So, I like that. That's my close second. Incredible, But, yeah, the whole Eradicator giving him the energy is just... They did such a good job simplifying this comic and being like, let's not do all that bullshit and let's instead do something a little easier to explain.
0: Right, right, right.
1: uh, That means that Death of Superman and Reign of the Supermen is the winner. They tie. For the best... uh, Oh, yeah. Well, the... it's the same movie. Death of Superman being one movie and Brandon Superman. Ooh, Zach, you yeah. you haven't even seen it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it
2: now. You at least I've seen You sold me, but you don't remember any of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't remember any of it. That's just I, like I didn't tell it. you guys what I was covering. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: if I remembered more, I'd appreciate it too. <laughs> oh shit, man. Yes. yes. So. I swear I've seen it though. <laughs>
1: I just wanted to spend some time with a quick shout-out to the people behind the original storyline. Because I gave credit to the writers of the adaptations, but in terms of the full list of people who are just like, Hey, why don't we just kill them? Why don't we just have all four of these Superman ideas? That goes to editor Mike Carlin, assistant editors Jennifer Frank, and Frank Pitteris. I will have you read off the writers.
0: And the writers are... Dan Jergens, Carl Kessel, Jerry Ordway... Louise Simonson, and Roger Stern.
2: And our pencilers are John Bogdanove, June Brigham, John Grummet, Jackson Goose, looks like juice with a G, Goose, maybe Jackson Juice, and Je- Dan Jergens. Dan Jergens inkers, Brett Breeding, Jackson Juice, Doug. Hazelwood Dennis Janky and Dennis Radia also want to note John Bogdanovi is the
1: one who first illustrated the black suit Superman and is thanked in the credits for I do recognize his name woo yeah uh colorist glenn whitmore is the only one listed as colorist in the beginning of my novelization uh, i'm like that can't be only one colorist so there's probably our others he worked like a he was busy was just like, yes jesus <laughs> across all the superman titles
0: he still has carpal tunnel <laughs> he's still
1: working on it as we speak yeah. uh letters are john costanza albert de guzman and uh, bill oakley And uh, those are all the people as part of it. Any final thoughts on the death and return of Superman now that we've completed the storyline starting with Zach?
2: Well, you have uh, made me want to watch this animated two-parter. I'm really excited about it. And it is probably one of my favorite Superman storylines, not because he dies, but just because it's, it's in the 90s and it seemed like it was really important at the time. It's not like now we're you know that when a superhero dies in the comics they're going to come back in a couple months anyways. No. So I would I think it's just was uh it's cool that it made such a cultural impact at the time and yeah. um I can't wait to talk about Nicolas Cage Superman.
0: <laughs> yes, Andrew. Uh yeah, this is uh one of the best parts of Superman I think, uh just because you get all these fun characters and Batman has the Bat Family, but Superman's mm. more solo than Batman is in a weird way. A little bit. Uh, so he gets this going on. Not that they're like a family, especially Cyborg Superman, but uh, <laughs> he's the weird you know, cousin. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I like I like there being a Superman team, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this is one of the most important uh, moments in DC history. Really, right? They mm-hmm. they killed off their top guy, the first superhero ever. So. Yeah. And yeah, at this time, like Zach said, they didn't really kill off any major characters ever, right?
1: I mean, I guess Jean Grey and X Men was kind of an example, but like that's not as major. Like Jean Grey versus Superman, right?
0: Like, and uh, and uh, Mary Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy, yeah, I mean, Gwen Stacy, yeah. yeah.
1: But even then, like those two characters in comparison to Superman, like,
0: yeah,
2: it's like an icon.
1: Yeah, like you tell people, like, oh my god, they killed Superman. It's like, they also killed Gene Grey. Who? (laughs) Back in 1992. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so this was a huge moment, so Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I think, as I said, I feel like the animated movie just really surprised me with the death of of Superman and Reign of the Supermen because of just how emotional it was, especially Death of Superman and how well they portrayed that. But it makes sense because they have a whole hour and a half to set this up, uh, and it it pays off in a big way. Really well done. Not surprised that it won uh, over here. It got to improve on all the the more complicated shit that they were putting into the comic that didn't really make any sense. So uh, with that, that is superhero stuff you should know. All right, so we have a few fan comments. First off is from Camden. We haven't gone over your comments in a while. Uh, This is a comment about our Ben Affleck deep dive into the Ben Affleck Batman, saying, quote, Affleck's casting made me immediately think of what he said about Daredevil, which is this quote, by playing a superhero in Daredevil, I have inoculated myself from ever playing (laughs) another superhero. (laughs) Yeah, let's see how that turned out. Wearing a costume (laughs) was a source of humiliation for me and something I wouldn't want to do again soon okay until i have to pay another mortgage right so right, right. his opinion of daredevil hasn't changed over the years adding quote that's the movie i want to do i want to be a part of that parentheses batman versus superman part of it was i wanted for wants to get one of those movies and do it right to do a good version i hate daredevil so much
0: i hate daredevil so much oh my god god he at least got uh vindication or whatever with with Zack snyder's version you know Finally got something. He says, quote, I still don't understand what Affleck's
1: problem with Daredevil was. I'd understand it more if he was upset at how the director's cut wasn't the theatrical version. He got a decent paycheck, and it gave him the chance to get to know his future wife more. Daredevil was decent for its day. By closely emulating the Frank Miller run of the comics, Affleck treats it more like it was an episode of the Superboy TV show. Uh, That kind of attitude made him unfit for the cowl. Jokes on him. The sound of silence plays. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Rough. So... Yeah, I mean, Daredevil never really got the reappreciation that I think Batman vs. Superman gets where people are just like, "You know what? This isn't what we thought it was in 2016.
0: There's a lot more to appreciate about this." Daredevil has a director's cut, right? Yeah, I have and it. supposedly a lot lot better. Mm-hmm. I have it as well. Yeah. I've never seen the director's cut. Well, I know. It's too what many words do for a future episode then. <laughs> oh shit. Too many words. <laughs> In the movie, yeah, we don't really cover
1: <laughs> a lot of Marvel stuff, but Daredevil is one of the ones I've read. Mm-hmm. Not oh, surprisingly, because I mean, who's is the Batman of Batman uh, of Marvel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the maybe Batman Moon,
0: of Moon Knight. I haven't read of. Moon Knight though.
1: Yeah, well, it's... uh, (laughs) If there was a Moon Knight movie when I was growing up, I definitely would have gotten into it, but because it was Daredevil, I was like, this guy seems cool, he seems like he's the Batman of Marvel, so I read up on on him, and and so I have the comics that, the Frank Miller comics, because if Frank Miller didn't hit it big with Daredevil, they never would have let him touch Batman.
0: Right, 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 right. So
1: they kind of feed into each other.
0: I did not know we were planning a Daredevil episode, that's cool.
1: It's gonna. We might as well because you know we need to we're branch out. DC. For sure, we haven't really done Marvel stuff. At some point, we're gonna do like I, I feel like I can help cover X Men, Spider Man, and Daredevil and Punisher. Mm-hmm. Avengers stuff. Love the MCU, yeah. but I don't know much more. It's probably been we're done gonna, know, done to uh, death
2: too. <clears throat>
1: that
0: too, yeah, yeah. For me, it's mainly X Men. Yeah, uh, because of the '90s yeah. cartoon that I watched a million times. Of course,
1: Spider Man. Yeah and Spider-Man yeah. yeah
0: Spider-Man your favorite Marvel okay, absolutely uh, Zach yep really okay uh,
1: alright next is Taco Ghost Taco Ghost says God the two people that I wish could have made a Batman cartoon would be Max Fleischer and sorry I can't scroll right now uh, <laughs> sorry it would be Max Fleischer and then Gendy. Tart- Gendy. <laughs> do you know who that is do, do you know that? I, I I know who it is I just don't know how to Genndy Tartakovsky Tartakovsky okay this is a this is a comment on the Fleischer Superman cartoon okay. episode, of course. Uh, on Jenny
0: that. Tartakovsky did Dexter's Lab, yeah, and Samurai Jack. Ooh. And then that upcoming,
1: uh, not upcoming, the one that's already out right now. Yeah, I think and it's called Primal.
0: Primal is an R-rated one that's on yeah. HBO Max yeah. now. I watched the first episode of it; mm-hmm. fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to watch the, the the rest of it, but I just got busy or something. But <laughs> yeah. the first episode is awesome. It's bloody. It's R-rated. If you're not like that, then don't watch it. But it's like caveman up dinosaurs and shit it's cool it's cool though it would have been cool to see the batman of that mm-hmm.
1: so thank you yeah 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 yeah. and then uh last one is from andrew lenehan who's been leaving a bunch of comments on our stuff andrew says quote i think ray liotta would have made a good two-face if they were to follow the character from the comics uh then how the car then how the character was portrayed in the movie i think it's because you brought up the possibility of him being an alternate choice for tom waley jones and batman forever
0: it would have been a lot less silly i think oh, it would have yeah. been There's weird I know really in 90 <laughs> it wouldn't have fit the overall tone probably i could see him doing like a Leota could do like a really like almost like a Joaquin Phoenix joker version of two face you know just he's leota has got that he's got kind of like a killer real killer vibe to him i think
2: i don't think he would like have he worked ever. with the riddler or uh you know jim carrey as the riddler <laughs>
0: No, no 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 yeah yeah. he would have stabbed him in this, real life this would
1: be just if Ray Lio, if you had an alternate two-face yeah in general I guess but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah one of my favorite scenes at Goodfellas is just when he finds out that uh, <clears throat> his girlfriend's axe beat her and so he just goes up to him in the driveway and just beats the shit out of him with yeah. a gun and then walks yeah. back in like that one shot and one take so, I'm down
0: for Harvey coming out with Ray yeah. Liotta like a, a yeah. jo- uh, with, by Todd Phillips you know <laughs> let's see uh, let's see Dance. that version next Kind of an older
1: Two-Face, but yeah.
0: Hey, shit, why not? That's not bad. It's in
1: Elseworlds. Uh, All right, so that is it for the fan comments. Thank you guys for that. Over to Andrew.
0: Man, everybody, thank you for those comments. And also, thank you to our Patreon supporters, who are Shasta, Leomo, Jose Arrocha, Super Emperor Man, Douglas P., Dan D., Aaron Willett, Nick Noir, Jesse E., Jeffrey R., Sketchcraft, Scott V., Yuli. And our other supporters Sparknageddon, SCCT Productions Robert Schumann, Kooky Noms, Matt Herring Elijah B, Shamrock Balls Ian H, Walter the Wobot John Wells and Rye Guy
1: I do want to add as well Comic Capital on Instagram, thank Yes, you for promoting us as well as the Everything Entertainment Club on Clubhouse where I've been talking to them and they are fans of the show
0: Yes, thank you everybody uh, coming in from Clubhouse Yes, That's awesome, so thank you for that Awesome. Okay, so also uh, the Patreon is patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod. There you can join the Shasta Army. The $1 tier gets you the shout out. And then the $5 tier gets you a whole extra show. This show here is every Monday. The Patreon show is every Friday. So uh, we have even deeper dives and basically just... Uh, addendum addenda to, <laughs> i guess it is yeah it's our appendices <laughs> yeah appendices to our episodes our weekly episodes so mm-hmm. yes uh, uh check that out five dollars cancel anytime, and uh, that's every week so uh check that out and then um super house merch get your ben man mug get your indeed wizard Rug or whatever. <laughs> or a, rug. a shirt. A shirt. Although there's weird shit on there like uh, shower curtains and stuff.
2: If you guys
1: want to step on our faces, then you might Yeah, might as well.
0: Yeah, might as well. Yeah, we'll sell you that rug. <laughs> so uh, the artwork is by Wolfie Cruz. Uh, and um, yeah, you can get that at redbubble. That's superhouse.redbubble.com. Also, T-Public. That's T-E-E. Public.com slash user slash superhouse podcast 5000. Also, superhouse superhero stuff pod.threadless.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Also, please record us an audio thing, can be anything at all. You don't have to make a sketch or whatever. And send that audio clip to podcast at gmail.com. And we will use that clip on the show and also please animate our sketches if you and do if you do indeed listen to them (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, animate that and then put the uh, hashtag for our show in the corner through the duration of said sketch video Mm -hmm. and uh, let us know about that and then we'll send that out to all of our uh, to Zack Snyder on Vero (laughs) and everywhere else of course yes Uh, and uh, yeah I am Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter, ThunderwolfLives.com, and uh, on YouTube as well. Check me out on there. My other content, mostly Japanese-related and shit like that. And Ben.
1: Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at SuperHousePod, as well as Instagram at SuperHeroStuffPod. And as Andrew mentioned, we are on Vero now. We have one follower. Please help us out. <laughs> at least get to two. It's Zack Snyder. <laughs> and <on his> <laughs> That's honestly the only follower that we need. That would be <laughs> awesome case, yeah. if
0: Zack Snyder followed us.
1: But uh, find us at Superhero Stuff Pod on Vero. Uh, <clears throat> my website is benwanwriter.com, and my YouTube channel is in the description below. You can also check out Early Bird, my kid's comic coming out called earl-e-bird.com is the website on that. My personal Instagram is benwanrider. My son's Instagram, my cat, is alfiepennyworthcat, which leads me to bring up that we are affiliates with <laughs> Whiskerbox. If, Indeed. If you are a cat dad like myself, like Andrew, like Zach, then Whiskerbox will provide <laughs> yes. a nice little gift box for your feline friend or friends from month to month. Uh, we also are affiliates with Barkbox if you don't have any feline friends but you do have <laughs> canine friends. Indeed. Indeed. Or maybe you have both, in which case you might as well sign up with both and get both of them.
0: Heck, why not? Dude? Yeah. Do the bubble box. Get both of them. There's For your fish. Yes. Bubble box. <laughs> <laughs> We're not affiliated oh, no. with <laughs> That's got to be a thing, though, actually. Hmm. (laughs) Dude, you need to fucking uh, trademark that shit now. (laughs) Yep. That's very good. An
1: Atlantean bubble box brought to you by Volco.
0: God, we should have thought of that. We missed that opportunity. Why are we
1: doing a podcast? We should just be making this type of shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bark box and whisker box, everybody. We
1: do have a special bark box uh, code that you can basically bring up. And you can also find it at superhousepod.com/shop, which has all the different affiliates that we have.
0: Indeed, Amazon and eBay, and basically that's it. But yeah, box <laughs> and, <Superbox> and bark box, <laughs> and the other two we mentioned. Yes, and bubble blocks coming soon. Bubble blocks. Uh, See <laughs> that's real. <laughs> uh,
1: over to Zach.
0: And
2: if you're tired of wiping your ass with dry paper like those Charmin bears, <laughs> check out Tushy. <laughs> No, just kidding.
3: <laughs>
1: We're not officially what's next.
0: Just
2: Although kidding. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna look into that, man.
2: Everybody else is doing it. I, I would love to push Tushy. I think that would be the, the most <laughs> fun, commercial you could do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you want to see more of my artwork, if you want to check out what I'm doing on the Grams and on the TikToks and on the YouTubes, it's Zachary Jackson Brown Art, and you can go to my website at ZacharyJacksonBrownArt.com
1: Awesome. So, as we've discussed, these are not the only adaptations of The Death and Return of Superman. In this week's Patreon, we're going to cover uh, the other adaptations of these fine characters, especially the reign of the Superman. Mm -hmm. Connor Kent, a.k.a. Superboy. Steel, John Henry Irons. The Eradicator. Well, actually, The Eradicator was only in Reign of the Superman. He's kind of getting fucked when it comes to being adapted. He's not in anything else. But Cyborg Superman. we got to change that. Yeah, uh, however, he was supposed to be in Tim Burton's Superman Lives.
0: What really, yeah. A
1: version of the Eradicator was supposed to be in it. Burton's and yes, like, I like those glasses. <laughs> <laughs> we will. I don't know if they were going to do that, but we will do a deep dive into the many different scripts that Tim Burton and Nicholas Cage were famously attempting to do in the 1990s. We'll go do a whole series because there's a ton of scripts, a ton of reading that I got to do in order to do that. You know,
2: I will versions. draw him for that. I will draw a Nicolas Cage Superman. Cage. Absolutely. Oh man,
1: that's going to be great. I think that that's we've gotten some demand on that, so yeah, we've got to do yeah, some yeah. research. But I also we also have to cover the rest of Superman of Christopher Reeve. Yeah, yeah. We haven't gotten, <laughs> we've got to ask, where's that Superman two? And I'm just like, we've been a little busy. <laughs> yeah,
0: Zack Snyder's Justice League really There's uh, been a new Superman some time.
1: <laughs> media yeah. that we've been absorbing. Yeah, uh, that one also. Yeah. Well, obviously that's not the next episode. We have covered the heroes. Now it's time to cover the villains. And, Zach, you're going to have to pee into a jar for the next episode. Because the next episode did. is covering Jesse Eisenberg's
0: Lex he gets Lex me- Zach is actually method for this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes, It's really weird.
1: So we're going to cover Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor in terms of... Is he a good Lex Luthor? What versions of Lex Luthor does he draw off of? And you might find some unexpected things off of that, so...
0: He was drawing off some shit for that, other than, um... Well, not uh, the Jar
1: of Peep stuff, though. If there is a comic okay. issue with Lex being in a jar, please let us know. Max
0: Landis? <laughs> That's the main thing. <laughs>
1: we will cover that in the episode coming up, but that is what's coming up on the docket. Lex Luthor, then we'll do other episodes on the different villains.
0: And please do us a favor...
1: I want you to tell all your friends about
3: us. (laughs) Indeed! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.